Hey guys, Kill here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for spending some time with me today. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about progression and excuses and motivation and journeys and, and stuff like that. So it's not necessarily going to be trading specific, more general as far as uh, success and growth mindset anyway. But of course, I'm sure I'll find some ways to relate it to the market since many of you guys are traders. But before we hop into that, I wanna do some shameless promotion. I don't do this enough, but if you guys are interested in learning how to trade, make sure you take our 14-day trial, right? Risk-free trial membership on the platform. It's gonna cost you a dollar, but there's no auto bill or anything like that. Sign up, take some courses, involve yourself in the community, download some software, hop into live rooms, and just become a better trader for the low, low price of $1. Again, just head over to www.tier1trading.com and you'll be able to sign up. Now, speaking of signups, a few months ago back in uh, April, um, I guess a few months ago, whenever this actually comes up, um, we did a, a, a one-week workshop called the Ascension uh, Workshop, and we do these workshops uh, every, you know, a few times a year. And in this particular one, Darren, uh, one of our co-founders, did a nice presentation on just progression and growth. And and at the time, right, he's homeschooling his his children. They were doing a project where they were um, hatching eggs, so he kind of called uh, upon this experience. And he had a nice little graphic and I shared it. I know you guys can't see it, but imagine this. It was, it was the title says radical progress. And on the far left, it's three columns. In the far left, it is a picture of eggs in a carton, right? Your normal dozen of eggs in a carton. And underneath it, it says environment. And it says determines potential. Very specific conditions are required to achieve success. And all conditions must be met, right? So... The environment that you're in determines your potential, right? Very specific conditions are required to achieve success and all conditions must be met. In the middle column, it's something that says exposure and it it's, uh, looks like the eggs are in an incubator. I don't know what, if that's what it's going to be called for the egg version of it, but it says exposure. It says exposure initiates growth. When introduced to a new environment, dramatic transformations begin to take place. Again, first one's environment, this one's exposure. Exposure initiates growth. When introduced to a new environment, dramatic transformation begins to take place. You can transform from that initial environment. The third column is action. And this is a um, basically a little chick hatching from an egg. It says action solidifies the change. The final step cannot be forced, and without definitive action, the progress will end. Again, action solidifies change. The final step cannot be forced, and without definitive action, the, prog the progress will end. And we're looking at this as kind of the, the growth cycle that we all go through, and not just in life and growing up, but for anyone that has ever achieved success, right? You 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 are born in this initial environment or you're maybe not born, but you're in this initial environment. Then you go and get exposure to new things in life, which allows you to grow as a person. And, and when you take action, right, that solidifies the change that you end up making. Change can be for a positive, change can be for a negative. In this case, we're gonna think about it from a positive. And the caption that I wrote with this question or with this infographic was this, I said, I believe that we're all a product of our environment. 
But it doesn't mean that we are destined to fail or succeed. Rather, our situation arms us with a specific set of tools and throughout life experience, they are developed. Finally, once proper action is taken, we can flourish. And I would love to, I would love to hear your opinion on this. I, I shared this on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. But for you guys that are members of the, the Trading Coach Podcast uh, Facebook group, this is a perfect opportunity to you know, find this uh, find this podcast episode and let me know what you think underneath. I think it's an interesting discussion. But my take was this, right? We often hear a product of our environment and it's often looked at in a negative way. And again, I, I think I can, I think I can speak firsthand from this, right? African American male um, from an urban environment. Um, growing up, there are basically two ways out. You become really, really good at sports or three ways out. You become really, really good at sports. You become some type of musician or you sell drugs, right? Those are kind of the three things that at least growing up in my environment as a kid, that's what you think your outs are. Sports, drugs, music, sports, drugs, music. And right. For the longest time, when, when, when I was growing up and, and I would think of this, people would use it as a negative. Hey, how come you couldn't go to college? Uh, product of my environment. How come you couldn't be a doctor? Uh, product of my environment, right? Every single thing, right? Instead of thinking about the positives, we would say, oh, I'm just a product of my environment. People where I come from don't become doctors, right? Black people don't become presidents, right? Brown people don't do this, right? Minorities don't do that. And this isn't just for minorities. This could be of anyone in different situations. Again, I just I can obviously just speak from my own situation, but I'm sure you, you see the same thing in, in um, maybe not necessarily the suburbs, but the, the rural areas and, and stuff like that. I hate that word, rural, rural, whatever, rural <laughs> areas as well, where, hey, you're just a, a you know, excuse my language, you're just a, a dumb redneck. You can never be anything other than this or, or something like that. I I hear that a lot from coaching track. We have people that come in from those type of areas and, you know, they come in with the mindset where it's like, hey, I'm just this dumb country girl or country boy. I'm not supposed to be in college and stuff like that. So it happens all over the place. Um, but it's not necessarily an excuse. And I'd like to think of it as a positive. And let's, I guess we'll come back to that. But I got a, when I shared this on Twitter, I got a response and it said, but if you are dark or born to low income family, your path to flourishing will be much more difficult. Um, and that's true. Certain situations, right, depending on your situation, right, you may have a more difficult road to success. It, it may be harder to become a CEO than someone that was born into the family. It may be harder to become a, a doctor where you've got to try harder to earn a scholarship because if you can't earn a scholarship, there's no way you can afford to go to college, right? The path is harder depending on your unique situation. But here's the thing. We can flip that into a positive. Because if you think about and, and think about this in your journey. I'll, I'll, I'll make this a, a, a trading reference right now, right? So one of the strategies that I trade in trading is uh, advanced pattern formations, right? Your bats, your Gartleys, your ciphers. And I have a very unique eye for it. I'm very good at recognizing it, right? Um, one of the reasons I became so good at recognizing it is because I made so many mistakes when learning, right? I made so many mistakes when backtesting and learning how to trade. I was looking for only the answers and, and not doing things the right way that essentially I had to take the same path about two or three times, right? 
And you could look at the same thing about me being a coach right now. One of the reasons that I've become such a great coach is simply because I've made every mistake that the traders I work with are going to make because I did a lot of dumb stuff during my trading journey. And for the longest time, I looked at that as a negative. And obviously, in hindsight now, that's a positive because I, I have perspective. I have that ability to relate to what people are going through. And I typically have an answer to their questions because I'm like, yeah, I, I did that as well. And I guess my point is this, when the journey is longer, you gain more experience. When the journey is harder, you gain more skills, right? When, if you, if you look at this journey like a do or die situation, and, and it really is, because guess what happens, right? At the end of life, happens to everyone, it's guaranteed, we die. So the race is to achieve our perfect life before death. The race is to achieve our goals of hopefully setting up our future generations, our, our, our family for success before death. We are racing against the clock every single second of the day, right? We are getting the closer and closer to death every single second of the day, right? So there is a massive amount of urgency in becoming successful or achieving those goals. It is do or die. And when you're faced with a do or die situation, you have to learn. Imagine we're in the forest, right? You come up to a river that you can't cross, but in order to achieve your goal, you have to cross it. Well, you got two choices, right? Give up or find a way and let that brain start working. And typically when the path is harder, when there are more obstacles, when you come from a low-income family, when you are judged by the color of your skin, when you're, you're judged by your, your gender or how you identify yourself, right? And there's all these obstacles you have to overcome. Yeah, it makes it harder, but... When you do overcome them, the process of overcoming those obstacles are going to give you so much more experience, so much more insight. You are going to develop a skill that many other people will never get the chance to develop, right? I wish I had the numbers in front of me. I, obviously, these, these podcasts, if you guys are new, these aren't planned. I kind of just turn the mic on and, and spew at the mouth. Um, and sometimes they come out good and insightful. Uh, other times, meh, right? But... There was a, there was a, I think it was Jason Greystone who was saying this and he, he was looking, uh, maybe not, but it, it was, uh, it was looking at stats from self-made millionaires, um, and then their ability to remain successful versus those who inherited their fortune. So people that didn't come from rich, wealthy families that became millionaires on their own versus people that were, you know, your dad was the CEO of Google and, and now, you know, you just inherited it. And their ability to stay wealthy. And again, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to say any numbers. I just don't know it. So I don't want to say anything like factually incorrect. But I remember it was interesting to see the comparison between how many of those who inherited it actually struggled to not necessarily maintain wealth because it's already there, but to grow their wealth to a drastic level or improve that wealth to a drastic level because they don't necessarily have that skill. They're kind of born into something. They're born into seeing something done a, a certain way. They don't really have the skill to adjust and adapt the way someone else would. This is a perfect opportunity now with the corona pandemic. And we've talked about this a lot on podcasts and private conversations about the change that's happening in the world. Um, I had a good conversation with my buddy Austin Silver um, this morning about uh, what's going to initiate change. Um, and I, I thought from from an individual standpoint, it's going to be it's going to be uh, interesting. I think it's going to take a lot like a robot apocalypse or an alien invasion. Um, you can tell what I've been watching over the, the pandemic. But 
from a business perspective, there are gonna be some massive changes. Why? Because all of these businesses that have been running good forever, this is a shock. This is something that is unplanned. I don't think maybe the smartest of the smartest people had some type of contingency plan for this. I don't think anyone planned on a global shutdown, right? So this is new. It is, it is a, a Mike Tyson punch in the face when you're not looking. And the smart, the, 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 the ones that, the poor ones failed. And, and it's unfortunate because businesses are going out of business. People are losing jobs. They have failed. The smart ones are making an adjustment, right? How can we do what we need to do as a business while maintaining social distancing? Right? Is it bringing half our employees in on these days? Half our employees in on these days, right? Is it putting up barriers in cubicles, right? Spacing people out. Is it shifting offices to home, right? It's amazing how many people are able to do their normal work from home that weren't able to do it before. Restaurants, is it curbside pickup, right? They're, they're, the, the ones that are going to be successful are the ones that are, that are forced to think outside of the box. And Forcing, I guess this this forcefulness to think outside of the box is initiating change. It's initiating growth because this is where we were headed anyway. If you look at hold, you know the, the robots taking people's jobs and, and everything going, uh, you know the, the internet being so expansive now and everything could be done remotely. This is where we were going anyway. This was just a a a, a boost. This was just a force change there. Right. And those that have the skills to deal with adversity, those are going to be the ones that end up being ahead. So the ones that had to become self-made millionaires or billionaires. Right. One of the reasons they can continue to drastically increase their wealth is because they're always thinking about what's next. They're always in kind of in a in an uncomfortable situation. They know what it was like before. They know what it was it took to get here. They don't want to go back. So there, there there's always that urgency. Where someone with a maybe a, a, a less a, a easier path may not have that. I remember listening to uh, listen to a lot of sports talk radio. I used to listen to this guy called Callan Cowherd, and he was talking about. Um, he's a big basketball guy. His daughters played basketball and, and he's, he's well off. Um, and I remember him saying that his daughter or his son, I think it was, has a, a, a much less as, as a much lesser chance of making it to the NBA than some of these other people. And they're like, why is it because he's white? Well, no, that's not it. Is it because he's small? Well, that's not it. Right. If we take all the genetics and, and, and race out of it, it was situational. He said his son has a father that has been very successful. He's playing basketball for the pure desire to play. Now, again, we're not, I, don't, I don't want you guys to, to generalize this and say that every, this is it for every situation. Obviously, every situation is different. We're, we're thinking about this from a, I guess you do want to generalize it from a general perspective. But if you take a person who has a family that's well off, that is playing because it's fun, that's playing because they, you know, they want to go to the NBA, but if they don't make it, it's not a big deal because their parents are well off and there's something that you know, they have these all these other opportunities um, that they can go for. And you take someone that is dirt poor, that kind of like what I talked about earlier, sees the only way out of a bad situation, the only way out of living in a one bedroom apartment and, and, and eating government cheese and ramen noodles every day is to make it to the NBA. Who has more urgency? 
in general, the, the person whose back is against the wall, the person that sees no other path but to do this. So not only are they are they playing with an added motivation, but maybe they're motivated to do the little things more. Maybe they're motivated to stay outside and practice more. That hunger is a little bit more. And sometimes that hunger is all it takes. Sometimes that hunger is all it takes. I, I got this interesting email from um, a trader the other day. Um, he said, what's up, Akil? Thank you so much for accepting my friend, requ uh, friend request. Little do you know how much you helped me on my trading journey. No, I wasn't in a position to buy tier one material, so I wasn't able to sign up with the course or anything like that. Um, but what I, what I did lack in money, I made up for in time. I've watched every one of your two YouTube videos, Jason's as well, at least two times each. All of the interviews, strategy development, and the content that you gave out, and he yelled this part, for free, is way more than enough to help anyone see it through to the other side. I was your nightmare trading case. I made 12,000 my very first month trading live. Thought I knew it all. And the markets humbled me shortly after. Listening to professional advice from you and the team gave me so much more input than what I ever anticipated was out there. Now, having been consistently profitable for nearly two years, I'm positioning myself to graduate from my small education uh, slash investment firm and become a hedge fund. For all of the help, I am forever grateful, brother. Wish you and your family the best, my friend. Now, I don't know this person's situation, but it tells me a lot saying that they weren't in the position to take one of our courses because, well, our annual subscription is not that expensive. Our annual subscription, so a year with us, is going to be less than many courses out there. A month subscription, just to come on and sponge for a month, is about $300, maybe. It's less than that, but let's put it $300, right? So the fact that this person did not have money to do that says a lot about their situation. But did they use it as an excuse? Because we see it all the time. Oh, I don't have money. I can never be a trader. No, he didn't have money, but he had time, time, hunger, motivation. And he used the resources that were available to become a successful trader. Now, do I think that most people can become consistently profitable traders just off watching YouTube comment, uh, content? No, not even ours. And I think we give out some really, really good YouTube content. But I think it takes more than that. I think it takes, for most people, a supportive system. It takes learning the right way. But it's de definitely not impossible. And this person was dedicated. There was a hunger. There was a motivation. And there was massive action that was being taken. So I guess the point of this podcast is for you guys, because I hear this so much, for you guys that think you can't be successful, whether trading or, or anything else, because of your environment, because people like me don't become successful in this area. Because I came from this place, I can't be successful. You could be successful at whatever you want. I, I am a firm believer in that we have 100% control over our life. I did a podcast on this probably a year ago, arguing with someone. We do. There's always a choice. There's always a choice. If you say there's not a choice, you're, you're, you're wrong. Now, you may not like the choices, right? 
option A may be slightly better than the worst option B. They may be, may be deciding between two bad choices, but there's always a choice. And as long as we always, as long as we always have a choice, we always have a way to succeed. Don't let your environment dictate that in a negative way. Don't throw a pity party because you come from a bad place. Don't throw a pity party because people like you don't become successful. Think about it from a positive perspective. Growing up the way you did, the environment that you were in, the environment that you're currently in is teaching you skills. And in my opinion, the worse the environment, the worse the situation, the more skills you're developing. Ask yourself this question. How can those skills help me become successful? How do those skills help me be better? Flip the script. Put a positive look on it. And after you find those positives, what's more important than anything else, more important than your environment, more important than developing these skills is taking action. Deliberate action. Consistent deliberate action. Consistently doing something purposeful that is going to push you in the right direction. And I guarantee if you do that, you're going to find yourself having the upper hand, even if you started from the bottom.